You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, February 2nd. As you likely know, February is Black History Month. You can visit blackhistorymonth.ucsd.edu forward slash 2022 for a full schedule of upcoming events like movie screenings, concerts, and dance performances, panel discussions, lectures, and more. Also, as of yesterday, in the celestial plane, we have witnessed the second new moon after the winter solstice. And you know what that means. It's the Lunar New Year. This year, we welcome... The Year of the Tiger. That sounds like great news if you're a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. The tiger symbolizes power, confidence, courage, leadership, and strength. Coincidentally, those same characteristics describe our guest this week, none other than Mujgan Amini. Hey everybody, it's Paul Kruger from the PPMO, and I'm here interviewing the director of the PMCI, Mojgan Amini. How are you, Mojgan? I'm fantastic today. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. So we're doing these interviews with the SMT and you're next in line. What is SMT for maybe some newbies that don't know what it is and they just hired on and they're trying to listen to a podcast and we're throwing around a whole bunch of acronyms at them. What is a SMT first and foremost? That's a great idea. Define all the acronyms. Right. Uh, SMT stands for the senior management team. And for ITS, we call the senior management team for those individuals who we Report directly to our CIO, Vince Kellen, who runs IT services and also is the campus CIO. So that's what a senior management team equals SMT. And your SMT role is PMCI director. What is PMCI? Great. Uh, PMCI stands for process management and continuous improvement. So I'm the director of process management, continuous improvement. And I can tell you what that role entails if you want. Sure. All right. Well, uh, that is a interesting set of uh, functions. So the PPMO, where you work, the Project Portfolio Management Office is within the PMCI team. That's the project management portfolio, the project management life cycle, the processes, the PMs, et cetera. Uh, we also have the business analysis, process analysis, uh, business BA framework that we manage within PMCI. Continuous improvement is in the name, uh, continuous improvement program, Lean Six Sigma training, support, uh, consultation, et cetera. We also have an interesting perspective uh, that we apply continuous improvement to. We call that proactive service management. We work very closely with the service desk and the service teams, especially the service owner community. Uh, so that is part of PMCI's charge as well. And but wait, there's more. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's comms, communication, and outreach, including outreach with the technical community and support for all of the initiatives that we're working on at ITS as well. And then last but not least, organizational change management that is managing all the great changes that we are bringing about good changes and making sure that they're well-received, et cetera. That's organizational change management, also known as OCM. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, you must be very busy. 
<laughs> Luckily, it's fun stuff, I guess. Good, right? Right. So how yeah. long have you worked at UC San Diego? Oh, wow. I've been at UC San Diego for 16 years. Wow. And I have been with the IT department for 16 years. But uh, obviously, the IT departments have changed over the years. I could tell you about my journey. Sure. Did you start off as a student worker like some people at IT or a temp like I, I did? I did not. That would have been a fun journey. But no, I didn't. I came in from kind of the, the private sector out there. And I had worked in the university way back when as my first job after my undergrad. And so I remembered the taste of working in higher ed and I, and I liked it. And so fast forward decades, I got a job here at UC San Diego. I started in a department that uh, was called Administrative Computing and Technology, ACT. Uh, and that's a callback to the old times. <laughs> yeah, ACT. <laughs> and um, since then, we've unified with 10 plus other IT units. And uh, the first unification I remember took place in back in 2016. And that's where I stepped into the job I'm in right now. But I've had, I want to say, at least five other positions in the 16 years I've worked here. So kind of average of changing jobs every three years. The first job I had was I came in to manage the research admin IT team. So so to support the pre and post award business areas for campus. And the other jobs uh, have been very interesting and diverse. So from there, I went to user experience and UI technologies, maybe like front end technologies, mobile app. We launched the first public university mobile app in 2009. Wow. Smartphones were just getting on the scene by then. Yeah, we, it was the first, uh, it was in the App Store, in the Apple App Store. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, then I went uh, to the middleware area. It's kind of like somewhere in the middle, connecting both the front end and back end. And then I had a role as leadership in the IAM, Identity and Access Management Department. And then I've been at PMCI since our unification and formation of IT services. That sounds like a very diverse uh, span of knowledge and experience. What would you say that uh, is your most interesting or challenging aspects of your current job as PMCI director? That's a good question. It has its challenges. With me, right? That's a challenge. <laughs> no, you're the joy <laughs> of this job. I think what's interesting is that we we touch every project and we kind of touch all the services that go on in our department here and we support the campus. But every project has its own personality. There's no one way to approach it. It's not like a, you know, piece of code that you write and you know you can test it and it's it's going to work. So this is, you got to kind of navigate and there's people, you know, the business involved and the stake of there's engagement activities that you have to kind of plan for. But I think what really helps is to kind of put down a standard framework to follow and to refer to. So bring some consistency and structure to kind of building these projects and we can always refer to it. But I think, yeah, to answer your question, the challenge, and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's, it kind of helps us all grow is kind of navigating the own unique perspectives of each project. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't just copy and paste every project. There's always something going to be different, right? Exactly. Exactly. One more challenge. I think this might be 
close to people's hearts. OCM. So I mentioned organizational change management. Uh, you can never have enough OCM. Yes. <laughs> so making sure we have, you know, a good balance of getting creative with our outreach, but also timely messaging, reaching the right people, making sure they're ready for the change. That's always a good challenge. And that kind of makes more sense that the uh, outreach and communications team reports to you too, because that has a lot to do with OCM as well. Like I, I know people, whenever they get a new email, oh, there's a new system. Everybody's like, oh, geez, how are they going to, you know? So <laughs> making sure that you've got that right messaging is very important, right? Uh, absolutely. Very good synergy there. Speaking about, you know, new things that are going to annoy people with emails. Is there any big projects or initiatives upcoming this year? Oh, there are plenty. So I just want to maybe step back because there's a lot and it's hard to um, list them all. But as a department, as a IT services department for the campus, we always make sure to kind of take the lead from our business counterparts out there because we want to make sure we're meeting the mission of the university. So there's a lot of work always focused on teaching and learning, making sure we're one step ahead. Okay. You know, the pandemic came, we had to switch. Mm -hmm. So lots of cool technologies have been created to support that, but there's a lot more in the work. So um, great technologies coming in the teaching and learning space. There's a lot of um, machine learning and data manipulation. It's being used not just for running business, but for teaching, for doing research. So there's a lot in that area. Uh, process improvement is going to be a, a focal area. It, it always is. You know, you always have to look at your process. But with ESR, so we did a lot of reviewing business processes, making sure they're, um, they have better flows, efficiencies, et cetera. Now is the time to go back around and make sure that we're um, measuring and, and seeing the value that it's bringing and continually improving. So a lot of that with our ESR uh, projects, I think they go hand in hand. Anyway, the list goes on. There's cybersecurity, you know, never ending list of initiatives in that realm as well. Cybersecurity, we're making our infrastructures more scalable and robust. Wi-Fi students are using it differently and there's a lot more students now. Um, so I think that's, that's coming. Those are in general, but I guess specifically, we're trying to package and share some of these innovative approaches we've taken with the ESR, for example. We're packaging them so that we can host them as a service to other universities, like Student Activity Hub or Employee Activity Hub. We package it and another university can um, basically pay for it as a service and right. we can run it as a service. So those are a couple of things. So the, uh, the CI part of PMCI is continuous improvement. So uh, do you have any thoughts on how we've been using Lean Six Sigma and uh, education and IT? I know that's yes. a passion of yours. <laughs> it is. And I like it because there's always a little bit more. I like the incre incremental approach to continuous improvement. Just uh, take one step and then come back around and take the next step. I think for um, our, you know, what's the next step for maturity with Lean Six Sigma and IT services and our continuous improvement efforts, we're continuing to train that's going to stay but I like the motto. I think we came up with it of one of the past process paloozas, which maybe I'll explain later. Oh, yeah. But there was a motto we had. It was called learn it, try it, live it. Mm -hmm. so learn it. Okay, go, go, go learn Lean Six Sigma because that's the methodology that we um, 
we're aligned with, try it, like roll up your sleeves, try it, do a little project, you know, compete or whatever, just give it a try and do, don't just learn it and go back to what you're doing. And then once you try it and you put it into action, then it becomes part of what you do day to day. So I think we want to have more opportunities after people get their green belts or various Lean Six Sigma training in ITS to put the learning into action. And there's plenty of opportunities across ITS. So I think that's one way we want to expand how we run Lean Six Sigma training. So you mentioned Process Palooza. I know there's been a there's been some changes ever since the uh, the events of 2020. When it comes to Process Palooza, we had to make a, a big radical change when uh, when that hit. When was it supposed to be in April of 2020? March 2020. March 2020. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like a week before. <laughs> so we had to make some big changes pretty quick. But uh, what does uh, Process Palooza look like for this year? Process Palooza 2022. So Process Palooza, um, first of all, if somebody hasn't heard of it, is UC San Diego's process improvement conference. But it's not just a conference. It's it's a, you know, there's a competition for improving uh, processes. And it's just a high energy kind of involvement. And so for 2022, it's going to look uh, like the best of both worlds in person and virtual. It won't be the big in-person, you know, thousand person event that we had planned for the 2020 before we went virtual, but it won't be hundred percent virtual either. So we're hoping to have maybe a smaller in-person component, but making sure it's meaningful. So the competition, for example, works really well in person. And it's a it's a big part of, of the event. So making sure that happens in person, people can come around, it's kind of safe, et cetera. Some of the learning tracks could easily be on demand or asynchronous. So we'll okay. make that happen that way. So it's kind of like a combination of things happening. Sounds good. And, um, and of course, uh, UCSD is helping other universities learn about Lean Six Sigma through things like Process Palooza and stuff too, right? We are. There are a lot of people uh, hearing that we're doing good things over here at UC San Diego. We've shared our successes and our approaches at higher ed and industry conferences, so words getting out. I feel like um, every other week there's a university kind of calling me up and I'm sharing some of those outcomes and our practices. So it's a good thing. I, I, I love how higher ed can share and connect with each other that way. That's pretty cool. Now, I know everybody's super interested in all the technical stuff that you do, but people also kind of want to know if you've got any hobbies or family interests or anything like that. Something, let's, let's get to know the real Mojgan. Who is that? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I like nature. I like outdoors. I think with the family, um, we, and I have, I have my immediate family, but I have extended family here locally. So I, I think I'm very lucky that way. So I spend a lot of family time, but we like to go outdoors. Okay. In the winter, got to get our ski trip in. And <laughs> where do you like to ski? Oh, uh, well, we've been going to Utah. It always has uh, guarantees good snow usually, oh, yeah. and it's not too far, too yeah. far away. We just throw everything in the car and I kind of make a road trip out of it. And then in the summer, we're going to do camping. Uh, we bought a kayak over the pandemic period. And so we can just throw it. And luckily, we live near water here in San Diego. Yeah. But that's been a co- kind of a fun thing. Got out of the water much with the kayak? 
Yes, yes, it's so easy. Um, again, it's inflatable, so you can put it away. Oh, cool. it take up a lot of space. It takes like all of five minutes to get it inflated, really. So yeah, we go uh, we go here in Mission Bay. And the other thing I like to do is combine it with a early morning yoga session. Okay. And then finish that up and then go into the kayak and, and just kind of relax out there with nature. Outdoor yoga, a little bit of kayaking. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any other any other hobbies? Uh, I enjoy painting. So painting is uh, one of my passions and I'm getting a lot more time to do that these days with the kids off in college. So I've got the paints out. I got my canvases out. So I kind of nice uh, way to meditate as well. well we're going to have to see some of your work pretty soon. <laughs> sure. Anytime. Are you gonna I'll, do I'll make some backgrounds out of it. Zoom back. That's a good idea. All right. Well, thank you very much for, uh, you know, sitting down and having a little discussion with us, Mojgan. Anytime, anytime. It's very enjoyable. Do you have any, uh, any final words for this podcast before we wrap up? Uh, let's, let's set a goal to hit a thousand listeners for the podcast. You know, oh. I'm all about measuring and setting goals. So there that's, we go. right. that's my final statement. <laughs> everybody, everybody just got called out. Let's get a thousand listeners. Can we do it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks a lot, Mojgan. Thank you, Paul. Take care. Thank you, Paul and Mojgan. We've got another song this week with the Lunar New Year and the Bengals. I think you know where this is going. In fact, yesterday, this very song was brought up by my own wife when I brought up the Lunar New Year. So sit back, relax, and remember, we'll be rising up back on the street. Did my time, took my chances went the distance, and now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. So many times it happens too fast. You change your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of our rival. And the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night, and he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.